Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I am Steve Hemphill, and Battle Plan is an ongoing discussion of how we put our faith into action. Our website is active-faith.org. My email is stevehemphill1 at me.com. I'd love to hear from you, questions or stories. Last time, we talked about how prayer plus confession is a weapon. Today, we're going to discuss how prayer plus spoken truth is a weapon. You know, it's it's one thing to know the truth. It's another thing to pray the truth, but it's a deeper, more focused weapon when we speak truth into someone else's life in a loving way. Tune in uh, today as we talk about this weapon of prayer plus spoken truth. Jesus quoted scripture each time he was tempted. Look at uh, Matthew chapter 4, uh, 1 through 11, uh, New King James Version. I'm going to read some selected parts. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the Son of God, he answered and said, it's written, it's written, it's written again. Away with you, Satan, for it is written. Then the devil left him. So each time Jesus faced a new temptation from Satan, he quoted the Bible. He used scripture, spoken truth as a weapon. John 17, 17 teaches us that your word is truth. So let this truth make them completely yours. CEV. I want to tell you a story about uh, a friend I uh, used to have named Trevor. I, I say used to have a friend because he has passed away now. He's gone on to his reward. Trevor and I met when I spoke at a men's retreat in his part of the country. He uh, he was one of those people that walked up to my table of books and materials, handed me a credit card and said, I'll take one of everything. He was very uh, excited about the teaching and, and uh, learning about spiritual warfare and the power of prayer. We became good friends. And every once in a while, I would hear from Trevor. He'd call and ask a question or tell me about something he was studying and wanted to know my opinion on those verses. And uh, it had been years since I heard from Trevor when I was in line one day at the post office to buy some stamps. And all of a sudden, I thought of Trevor out of the blue uh, for no reason. And when that happens to me, I'm thinking, usually God's involved in that. I'm learning to uh, notice and be sensitive to and listen to the nudges he gives me. So when I think of somebody out of the blue who I haven't seen in years, I usually think, um, I guess God wants me to give him a call. So I plan to do that. I bought the stamps. I walked out uh, of the post office. But on my way back to my truck, I saw someone I hadn't seen in a long time. And we got to visiting and I forgot to call Trevor. Then I was in line at the post office, I mean, at the bank about 30 minutes later. And again, out of the blue and for no reason, I thought of Trevor. When it happened a second time, I just backed out of the line and said, okay, Lord, I'll do it now. So I left the line. I walked out of the bank. I stood out in the parking lot and called him. And, and he answered the phone and said, Steve, how are you doing? I haven't seen, heard from you in a long time. I said, I know, I know. How are you doing? I just felt like I needed to call you. Is anything wrong? Is anything I, I need to uh, help you with? And he said, no, everything's great. I got a promotion. We got a new house closer to my work. 
great. And I said, okay, good. I guess I didn't need to call you after all. He said, hold on, let me shut my door and talk to you privately. I thought that was kind of strange. I hear the door slam and then Trevor starts crying. He starts bawling and sobbing. And I just waited for him to be able to get his breath and speak again. And I said, what's wrong, brother? And he said, I've been looking at pornography. And I know it's going to ruin my life if I keep this up. And, and I said, yes, it will. You've got to confess it. You've got to share this with your wife. You have to get her praying for you about this. You need other people besides just me praying for you about this. You need that software that tracks what websites you go to and sends it to a accountability partner. So you you have a, a, a way to stay clean from it. But it will. It will ruin your life. He He thanked me. And was very appreciative of the fact that I called him when God knows me. Because he said, I, I don't think I could have uh, handled this and gotten clean from it if I hadn't heard from you today. Who, who's God wanting you to call? What little nudges are you ignoring from God? Learn to be sensitive to those things. Trevor died of cancer just a few years later. And he's in heaven now watching what we're doing. And I'm so glad that I listened to God's nudge to call him that day. So in, in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest part of your personal battle plan might be to ask God for discernment about when and how you should speak truth in each situation you're facing. Wait for his timing. Watch for his cues, his nudges, his promptings of the Holy Spirit. Tune into his will. Maybe you could pray like this. Lord, Grant me the wisdom and discernment about when to be quiet and when to speak truth to others. In Jesus' name. See you next time on Battle Plan. We're going to talk about how prayer plus a spoken binding is a weapon. And let me remind you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.